what have you. And uh, uh, no, Mister Benson tonight. No, he's got the old COVID, isn't he? It seems yeah. like uh, we're all having a. Do- I've had a touch wood. I haven't had it yet, but we're all getting a dose of it, even though it's, it should, well, supposedly tailing it's off. But going up it almost everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah everybody yeah. seems to be. Uh, I mean, now all the all the old uh, restrictions have lifted and everything. But everyone seems to be getting a dose of the. Luckily, it's the mild one. But, uh, well, you hope yeah. so, don't you? But the, the the more people that get it, I suppose, the more people there are with you know conditions and hospital admissions are going up as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll see. Should we talk about this film first? Go on then. Welcome back to Back to the Film. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm Rob. I'm Oliver. And tonight we're going to talk about the 2016 film Passengers, starring Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Pratt, Lawrence Fishburne and Michael Sheen. If you haven't watched it, we're going to spoil it. Um, Yeah. Did you say Uh, 2016? Yeah. Well, that's what it says on the... Yes, uh, never. But I thought it was 2017, but I thought okay. that's what you were going to... Maybe it released in America earlier or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it's older than you think, this film. Yeah. Although um, it, it goes yes. I remember back. wanting to go and see it. Yes, yeah. Uh, it, it was actually sort of first conceived back in, tw- in 2006, I believe. And it had... Uh, who do you All think right. the uh, main characters were going to be? Clooney. Nope. Okay. Uh, um, I forgot my bloody mind's gone blank. <laughs> I can't remember. No, it's uh, Robin um, Williams and no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, Keanu Reeves and oh, Kirsten yeah. Dunst were supposed to be in it, although it had a slightly different plot. Uh, uh, but uh, the you know it was basically this film. But uh, yeah, no, I I, I don't know why it. I say this, but I don't see Keanu Reeves waking Kirsten Dunst up. Uh, I, I do. Do you? Fine. Yeah, having uh, though not if she looked like she did in uh, the Power of the Dog. Yeah, obviously. she looked a bit. Uh, mm. like she'd had a bloody hard life because. But uh, back in those days, she was. Um, well, she still is a very attractive young lady. Maybe we'd all look hot after thirty years of sleep or whatever it was. That... And being alone for a year. Come on. <laughs> It's going to stop. No one else to talk to. Yes, that's I imagine true. most people are going to look appealing, aren't they? You'd, you'd wake up Nora Batty, wouldn't you, after about a year, wouldn't you? Bit of a niche not... reference for anyone <laughs> listening from all of the places across the world that we've got yeah. listeners. Nora Batty is... Uh... Actually, she passed away recently, didn't she? Am I right? Or was... No, it was the nurse, wasn't it, that, that was in this sort of parallel programme. Um oh, right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I show my age. I'm only a little bit older than you two. But, uh... So for anyone who doesn't know who Nora Batty is, she was a character in a programme that used to be on at about 7.30 on a Sunday evening, and when you were growing up, it just made you think, shit, I've got school tomorrow. And mum and dad would watch it yeah, regardless, and it just seemed like the... Because on the other side, it was the original Battlestar Galactica, if I remember mm. rightly. Oh. and it uh, Not that it affected me, not that I remember it, but I just remember in those days you couldn't record anything, could you? And you didn't probably have two TVs. We no. were a spoiled family. We did have two TVs. Did we had you? the colour TV in the main room, and in the other room we had a little black and white TV that took about five minutes to warm up. And then you had to tune in the channel every time. You snob. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you had to have colour TV in one room. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Black and white God. Abby, how? Oh. I know. A privileged life. 
but uh, well, it was back then, wasn't it? I can remember my grand getting a colour TV and everyone going berserk over it. And then she got she had a TV with a remote control. Christ, that was even oh, better. Yeah, bloody hell, not having to get up. Yeah, and that had a cord. Do you remember that the first TV you got with the remote control and the rubber buttons used to come off? Yeah, well, we still call the remote control the clicker because they, they used to click. I don't know if they yeah. did it by sound, but they went click, click, didn't they? and that's what made the telly. You had to go all the way up through the channels. Well, there's only six, I think, and three of those are blank But uh, to get back to the beginning. But, uh, yeah, those are the days. Now we've got bloody TVs everywhere, haven't we? Yeah. But uh, shall I give a brief synopsis of, of this it. film? Basically, uh, they are on a, a ship, and the name is, uh, uh, slips me now, but they're on a ship, and they're on a, I think it's a 90-year journey to... 90 uh, years he's got left, isn't it? So oh, 90 years. So, so about 130 years in total, the, the journey. Yeah, something, like, something that. like that. And they're uh, off to colonise another Earth-like planet. And 30 years into the uh, trip... Um, there's some sort of malfunction, and the character Jim, uh, his uh, who's played by Chris Pat, Pratt, his uh, stasis tube gets um, uh, wakes him up, and he finds that he's the only person awake, and he has uh, another ninety years to go on the journey. And uh, basically, he sort of uh, deliberates on whether or not he's going to wake up another passenger, and he settles on Aurora, played by Jennifer Lawrence. And, after, and a year, control, after, a year. Becomes- after a year. I think it's yeah. more the case. He's not thinking about waking someone up. He just sees her and starts thinking about it. There's no sort of indication. He gets he's horny. About he anyone else gets is there? Horny. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not just going around thinking which one. He no. starts getting horny, chooses her, and then. Yeah. And there, well, but yes, and they start to fall in, fall in love. I think, and then uh, she realizes she finds out because the. Uh, um, the android uh, behind the bar sort of lets it slip that uh, Jim woke Aurora up, and she is not very happy. And and then uh, there's a, another catastrophe on the sh- on the on the ship, and they have to work together to uh, fix it. That's a sort of brief with review. the help of a bridge o- uh, engineering officer who gets woken up as well and who's dying. Who's dying? Yes, played by uh, Lawrence Fishburne. And Arthur is played by Michael Sheen. Those are the only three characters in the film, aren't they? Four characters. Four, Four characters. Christ Almighty! Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're only twenty five percent out there. Yeah, the, the things are going, things are going well tonight. <laughs> but uh, but uh, right, coming out of the corner. What do you think of this film? Well, I think I we can. I, I, I thought it was quite good. I think it is dodgy. I think the premise is dodgy. Hmm. Um. Having said that, I'm sure we can all recognise if, if their journey, their 120-year journey is, is a single night, everyone's woken up at, let's say, you know, 2.30 in the morning, needing a pee or whatever, and not being able to get back to sleep. But you don't try and wake your wife up and, no. you know, <laughs> get busy, do you? No. <laughs> not unless you're stupid. Right. So that's probably where that, that example doesn't work. But <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, I could feel his his frustration. Yeah, I thought the bit where he was waking up and they were trying to show the passage of time and him, especially after he's just woken up and none of the computer programs can deal with it because they're just recordings. Yeah. I thought that was really quite mirthful how they just couldn't cope. And the yeah. fact that all the things out of the vending machines that he wants, he can't get because he's a lower class of passenger. 
and the mm. message he sends it, you will get a response in 50 <laughs> years. That's right. He sends a message home, doesn't it? It says it's going to take yeah. 17 years to get back to Earth and another 34, yeah, yeah. 33 years to get back. So, uh, it's like yeah. dealing with HMRC about your tax return, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to anyone on the bloody phone these days, quite frankly. But so, yeah, uh, no, I thought they did that bit really well. <laughs> Just yeah, it did make me stop thinking. Shit, what would you do? It was well, I don't. I, you sort of tried to put myself in that situation, and I think, well, especially you know, if I knew that um, I might get left alone, it'd be completely different to actually wake, you know, waking up by accident, wouldn't it? But uh, I think I'd quite enjoy it <laughs> for the first for the first six months. Or, but, well, I uh, think he kind of did, I guess. Yeah. Was he said? Uh, I walked around with uh, with no pants on for for uh, two for six weeks or something or other, and the robot said six weeks, twelve hours, <laughs> ten or something, two days, <laughs> yes. twelve hours. Man had no shame, but uh, but uh, uh, but um, no, I can understand this. I think you would go mad after a while. I mean, everybody had a little taste of having um, sort of things taken away during the covid lockdowns i know it was different because we were all chat you know chatting on here or or what you're able to text people but it wasn't the same as your usual freedoms was it so there's a little no. mm. a slight sort of taster on it nothing nothing like this film do you think that you would only have woken one person up though that's why i say i think he got horny and, yeah and that, that's that is morally very very dodgy ground he's on but i think i would probably have and I probably would have had less sex, but obviously a lot less sex than Chris Pratt. He's a good-looking guy, but I'd have woken more people up. Yeah, covered your bases. Woken well, up a really, that, a really you... good, a really good-looking one, and then a couple of a couple uh... of months. <laughs> I don't know if it's me being really sad, but I would have been looking how much bloody food there was to who you're waking up. They're eating it all the bloody time. <laughs> Just to make yourself feel really good about yourself, yeah? You're not getting any? Oh, I'm getting loads. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, sorry, Rob. <laughs> sorry. Um, oh, dear. That's terrible. They might have to edit that out. <laughs> no. But, uh, but, um, no, but I mean, I mean more than two other people or whatever. You want, you want, I mean, like a village wouldn't you you got however many thousands on this five thousand or whatever it was on this spaceship you'd want a hundred or something wouldn't you yeah well why didn't he uh oh it said they were all locked up in the crew and that sort of thing he couldn't uh couldn't wake them up could he no he couldn't get into that bit but uh yeah no i mean let's there just say you're in in this situation and you you find all the stasis pods and uh, you can't, for whatever reason, there's something special about their pods. You can't wake up your respective wives. Which actor would you, or actress, I'm trying to say, <laughs> would you like, would you think you're you not would getting us on up? the record with, with that question? <laughs> no. My no. dear wife has just decided to start listening to these as she's driving to work, so I cannot possibly <laughs> comment. Comment. Oh, right. Well, I just said that her stasis pod was a special one and couldn't be woken. But it, obviously you tried for a whole year. <laughs> well, if I couldn't wake, wake the wife's stasis pod out, then I would. I just have to accept it that that, that, that was it. I just give up, <laughs> obviously. What other choice uh, would there be? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um... <laughs> well, and Chris, you, Adam? Come on. Chris Pratt's would be a good one. What? <laughs> not not in that way, but you oh. know, he's he was handy, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he was, he was handy. Around. He was making things like yeah. You know, 
little pervert was putting cameras on top of robots and things like that and following everyone <laughs> around. Yeah, it'd be brilliant to have around. Everyone, you mean the other person? Yeah. Yes, yeah, everyone. Yeah, that was a slight exaggeration. But, um, I mean, we're making light of it, but it is, you know, it was an extremely dodgy thing to do. And like she says, basically, he's killed her, hasn't he? He has, the yes. the same as murder. Yeah, it's just a very long, protracted way of murdering someone, isn't it? Taking their yeah. life away like that. But um, but in the I, end, they needed her, otherwise they couldn't have saved everybody else. Mm. Yes, in the end of the film. Now, d- did either of you watch the trailer before watching the film? No. No. Because I think you should have, we sh- you should have done this, particularly with this film, because um, I remember when I watched the trailer prior to going to the cinema and watching this film, I was under the impression that there was uh, another person awake on the ship and there was some sort of... Uh, more uh, sinister thing going on as to why they'd been woken but uh, the the trailer bears absolutely no resemblance to what happened in the actual film but it's worth going back and watching to see if you feel the same that that it it makes it seem like they've been woken up by someone else it is interesting how you see yeah that's interesting I'm going to watch it now I will have a look at that you're not going to start talking about that terrible Bruce Willis film with the alien bugs and the Oh, God, awful. that was awful. Oh, my God, that was worse than bloody awful. He's yeah. making some right cack recently, isn't he? Mm. He is, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, basically. What was that um, Asian film that we tried to watch? Oh, the... Blue suggested it and then had a meltdown. Got, it? Um, about the town and the, the bombing. Mm. The bombing, that was it, yeah, because it was Blue's suggestion... He had a right. Why was he in that as well? Bruce Willis in that. Well, physically he was there. His ability to act, say anything, or be engaging or interesting was not. Yeah, maybe he's just got bored and he just—I don't know. Should just. Well, he must get—he must get a shed load of royalties from um, you know all those every Christmas. Every Christmas, so he probably think I'll just do this just to keep fit and see what's going on out there and that sort of thing because he's made some right. Everything I've seen him in recently, no offense to Bruce Willis, has been bloody. One-dimensional acting, you know, absolute mm. act. Yeah, yeah. The last good thing I've seen him do was that episode, those ep- couple of episodes of Friends that he was in. Never watched Friends. Uh, he's good no. in it. Going Worry. back to that, going back to the trailer a minute, right? We, I caught, we, well, I say, I didn't. It wasn't me, but me and a couple of friends caught someone out once about a trailer. Remember the film Train Spotting? Yeah. At the, yep. at the, in the trailer, it was like a kind of. The whole theme of the trailer was was like British rail trains and stuff, and you kind of hear the noise and stuff. And there's a bit in the trailer, I'm pretty sure, in fact, I'm certain, where Ewan McGregor looks like he's tied to a a train track. And around the time when that came out, we were talking with some friends, a couple of friends and I, and, and this other guy said to us, oh, yeah, have you been to see Trainspotting? Oh, yeah, that bit where he's tied to the train track. Oh, wow, that's so great. It's not actually in the film. Yeah. So they do stick stuff in there that isn't in... Uh, I guess that maybe it happens more often than we, you know, maybe recognise. Really, yeah. Because the, the trailer makes you, well, it made me think, yeah, there's something else going on. Um, I enjoyed this film. I'm sorry, coming out of the answering my own question about five minutes ago, I, I enjoyed this film. Um, I think, like Oliver says, it's a bit sort of predictable and there's some 
leaps in a bit tree, but generally, yeah, it was an enjoyable film. I, I thought the. Uh, bit... go, I was going to say, it. just just going to say, I think it might have been more interesting as a concept if she'd got bored and woken him up, because it just feels a little bit like it's. Hmm. Uh, it's a bit sort of. I don't know. There's something wrong about it. It just would have made a nice twist on it if it she wouldn't have made enough of a, say, a Hollywood film for a woman to be a mechanic and the man to be the author, though, would it? No, but she could have been a software engineer or anything, couldn't she? Mm. Uh, you know, bloody hell. There's not many moving parts on that shit that, you know. That... Other than the robots that seem to fall from everywhere. That and the fact that there are plenty of female engineers, Rob. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not just saying that. I'm just saying Hollywood. <laughs> no, I know. Hollywood portray a female engineer and a male author in a type roles in a the film. They just don't. Kylie Minogue was a female engineer. You know, very successful one. Was she? Yeah, in the locomotion, was she? Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. In Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's possibly, the, that is a very good point, Rob. I think it is the Hollywood thing. It would have just made it more interesting, if only from a Hollywood perspective, if that, if that had been the way round. It would have just been slightly different, as it was. It just made it... This is my prejudices here. It made it more creepy. Yeah, but it would... Yeah, it... it, 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 it you could look at him as being a bit creepy, whereas if it was the other way round, I'm sure the, he would have come out and, Jeez, yeah, Jesus Christ, I've been woken up, this is terrible, and uh, and then he would have, uh, two seconds later... Oh, wait, Oh, wow, the only other person on the ship is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't mind. <laughs> whereas for... I didn't one, want to go uh, there anyway. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, putting yourself in this position, how would you feel if Jennifer Lawrence woke you up 90 years too early? I'd have to make a go of it, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, be put out for a while and have to go and have a few drinks first. Did anyone no, no. think that he, that Michael Sheen's meant to be a little bit like the barman in The Shining? Yes, he was a bit, wouldn't he? Mm. Did and anyone else wonder how they were going to run out, not run out of whiskey if he was drinking it every night? Because, OK, there's 5,000 people on it, but there was only meant to be a month's stock on it. It's probably synthetically created or something out of fresh air by some amazing computer or, or something. I was worried that the uh, machine was going to be keeping on uh, like the magic porridge pot, just keep on churning out the Rice Krispies <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go go back into the into the deck onto that deck and open the doors, and all the Rice Krispies just come piling out or what have you. Do you think Michael Sheen's robot um, told on Chris Pratt on purpose? Do you think there was any intent there, or do you think it was just an honest and completely kind of almost objective mistake? I think it was deliberate. Mm. I didn't. I didn't. It, well, I remember when I watched it in the cinema thinking it was um, accidental, but when I watched it the other night thinking that's more deliberate than uh, I yeah. remember it. I thought it was deliberate when he did it. Yeah. But I might have to watch it again, and ju- that section again, and just see. Whether that, he was doing... Bit... Was it, was it, he call it a cock block? You know, I'm not getting yeah. any, so <laughs> you're not going to get any either. Yeah. <laughs> thing, what, the scene I, like wanted, what I thought was very good was when the gravity goes and she's in the swimming pool and she can't get out oh, to get yeah. a breath because the water's everywhere. That was horrible. And she was it stuck was. in that bubble, yeah. Yeah. You're that, just thinking, that is freaky. 
I must admit that sent me down a little rabbit hole uh, last night, and uh, you can actually swim in a bubble of water in space, but you do it very, very slowly. Because uh, the density... Are you interested in this? Or yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, the density of the water is slightly more... Uh, it's slightly more... It's got more dense... Uh, de- oh, for God's sake, I've words are going tonight. It, it's because, it, because of its density, you can swim through it in zero gra- gravity, but you have to work much, much harder, and you'd be much... You know, you, every stroke you do, you, you get less return for it because yeah. of the, uh, the zero gravity, but you could propel yourself... And then this led me on to uh, propelling yourself in space, and it just led me down a right, a right rabbit hole. And uh, if you did a big enough sneeze, because a sneeze comes out with God knows what um, yeah. force, uh, speed, yeah. force, yeah, that could propel you a sh- very, very short distance uh, in space. But obviously, you'd be exposed to space itself so you'd probably be dead anyway oh yeah and then that led me to an even more obscure uh, little rabbit hole and that was uh farting in space would that propel you and uh there's actually quite a few articles on this topic which <laughs> quite surprised me and just a second are you going back to that what's that Thunderpants or whatever it was the, the lad from harry potter who was in that children's film where he propels a rocket from his farts yeah, no, that's, well, it's a bit like that, but in in zero Rupert gravity, Grint. that's the one. Rupert Grint, that's right. Yeah, if if you um, did a big enough uh, blow off, fart, yeah, blow off, uh, you could Go propel off. yourself, propel yourself a very short distance. In so, uh, if you were sort space. of for a chance to to fart and sneeze at the same time, which one? Would you more yeah which has got the more power I suppose. well uh it would depend it would uh, and basically you just revolve around your center of gravity <laughs> so uh, i looked up that as well <laughs> there's that uh, phrase aren't there isn't there you're about as welcome as a fart in a space suit so, yeah it's uh, <laughs> it's amazing what's on the internet when you go down a rabbit hole but uh and so that brings us to another film that film gravity george clooney sandra bullock Yes. Which, if, if, you, if you've ever seen it, you've got to see it. They occasionally show it at the IMAX cinema in Waterloo, or probably mm. other IMAX cinemas as well. You've got to see it in 3D. If you, if, you've ever, you know, if you get a chance, go and see it in 3D, because you find yourself effectively moving like they do. You feel like you're moving mm. when they're spinning around in space. And if, if you've ever seen it, they travel like thousands of miles to go from one satellite or one you you know one docking unit to another and stuff it's all yeah. a bit implausible in it but but i wonder if they've potentially used sneeze or or blow off power in order to affect their journeys across space very good yeah. film mm-hmm. gravity yeah did it hold up in 3d brilliant I would think it's probably only worth watching in 3D because actually the, the story of the film is all a bit implausible. But the effects at the start when they get that meteor shower, it's absolutely terrifying in 3D because, like I say, you kind of feel a little bit like you're there. And then when they're spinning and when they're just floating, it feels like you're... It's the best 3D film experience I've ever, I've ever had. Really better, than, better than Avatar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Avatar's neat when you get all the undergrowth and the animals moving and stuff that's really neat the way that works but i think maybe it's the the simplicity of the blackness 
and yeah. just the movement that you get and you're in a black you know you're in a very dark room aren't you so maybe that helps the whole experience but yeah absolutely fantastic oh right if, if it's on at the IMAX in Waterloo it wouldn't be too much trouble for us to get up there we could do a back to the film special yeah yeah I'm up for that <clears throat> and get some beers down our necks as they say yeah <laughs> just time it right otherwise we'll end up with Derek on the train and more beers and then it'll go badly <laughs> but yeah really good and I would recommend anyone seeing it in 3D if you can what is an IMAX theatre then? Is it just three D? Isn't it like a curved screen? It's more round around um, you, isn't it? I think. So you kind of, I think. Have either of you got a curved TV at home? Because they were going to be the next no. big thing for a while, weren't they? No. no, I haven't either. Well, he's got me because a lot of the angles you sit of a TV at home, you're off to one side slightly because you move things around. If you've got a curved TV, surely that means you miss some of it. That's what I'd have thought. Yeah. If it's directly in front of you, it's probably all right. But yeah, it's not like so curved that you kind of your peripheral vision can't get it. But I think it's just curved enough. Let me just see what it says. Uh, it says IMAX is a proprietary system of high-resolution cameras, film formats, film projectors, and theaters known for having very large screens with a tall aspect ratio and steep stadium seating. So I guess you get to. You have to look. Maybe you have to look around a bit more, but it's. Um... <laughs> oh right. Oh right. Oh, I've never been to an IMAX. I must admit. So I have to check it out. Yeah, put that on the bucket list. <laughs> anyway, back to the other film. Back, back to, to this film. film. Yeah, I thought it shot brilliantly. You know the the. Uh, the look of the spacecraft inside and out was uh, phenomenal, yeah, second to none, yeah, considering yeah. how old it is. I, th- I thought it looked fantastic. And uh, like I said, all the meteors coming in and all that sort of business and, and what have you. Yeah, it's good. It was good. But, well, uh, no, I, very good. I did wonder about how... Um, how did they have no system that when there's a warning that someone isn't woken up from the crew, it seemed a bit odd. Yeah, you'd have thought there'd have been some sort of sail, fail safe, but then everybody seemed so sure that these stasis pods would never open, uh, couldn't fail, that uh, they probably didn't bother. But there's nothing that can't fail. I mean, they okay, they meant to have this shield that protected the ship from asteroids, but anything could have gone wrong in the ship. And if there's no system to wake anybody up, surely that's just, well, it's inadequate to control it. That ship was cost of fortune was going to go to the colony and come back again and lives in it it just seems like they didn't have a strong system to repair and maintain it like the titanic i guess i mean fairly obvious that looks fairly obvious in uh, hindsight hindsight yeah M- mr hindsight is a powerful thing isn't it did anyone else notice who the captain was uh, Andy Garcia, wouldn't it? I believe. Yeah, it just seemed like a very strange role to get someone like that in for. Yeah, quite quite big back then, and uh, yeah, just all you saw was his face looking shocked, and that was it. Now, and who the hell uh, are we taking it? They were dead. It, uh, they, they, you know, they'd lived their lives. Well, it had to be just ninety years later, wasn't it? So unless they got to, let's say they were in their twenties, they're hundred and hundred teens. Yeah, no kids. Well, it'd be cruel to have kids, wouldn't it? <laughs> and they'd want to wake someone else up. 
Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, but uh, I thought the shots of the um, uh, of the uh, engine, you know, doodah going berserk were brilliant as well, with all the all the yeah, plasma going round and round in circles and what have you. Pretty scary. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, but it was reassuring. There was a great big button that needed to be pressed to save everyone. It was a nice, big, lever, but. nice big obvious button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I enjoyed this film. Yeah, I, you know, I would I suggest general, anyone to watch it. Yeah, give it a go. It's not going to be. Oh, you, it's not going to be. You know, I ten years. Anyone behind. but blue to watch it. I don't think he did watch it, judging by his message today. Mm. I think I think he uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> could have told it. It's based on a true story, Blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, he, he um, no. I enjoyed this, but I'm sorry. I'm going to say is, is when you get a film like this that everybody seems to enjoy, you, you can't find that much to pick it pick it apart and and not. Um, you know, and discuss it for ages, but it's just an enjoyable, easy watch, isn't it? You could watch. The thing is, it. they're both really engaging actors, aren't they? The yeah. two they are the main actors in this. Yeah, they've been in some massive, um, you know, blockbusters, haven't they? All the Mockingjay films that uh, Jennifer Lawrence has been in, and yeah. uh, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, Chris Pratt is is a star of. And, and, and I think uh, the love of those films, the enjoyment of those films, sort of spills over when you see a film, uh, another film that they're both in, doesn't it? To, to some extent, unlike mm-hmm. the, what did we watch the other week? That one, um, the, uh, outside the wire, just because that, uh, that had a big MCU actor in it, and yeah. uh, that yeah. didn't uh, didn't cro- no. didn't pass uh, muster. None of us said they both acted their parts very well, and. It just made it all work. Well, it had to, didn't it? Because there's so few people to drag the story along. Yeah, and there was chemistry between the pair of them uh, to some extent, wasn't there? Especially at the beginning. And and uh, once she realised he'd woken her up, she was venomous, and it seemed like she was bloody venomous and did what what I'd imagine, no offence, don't take this the wrong way, anyone listening, a woman would do, and that's to completely blank you and what have you. And, and, uh, and, and uh, be, well, quite justifiably, actually, but... Um, but uh, no, I thought this it was acted really well, and uh, even uh, Michael Sheen did really, uh, really well in it, didn't he? Came across as a robot barman, mm, dodgy geezer, yeah, bloody <laughs> snitch. But uh, Lawrence Fishburne was good. I mean, he wasn't in it for very long, was he? Uh, no. uh, what have you? Now, are you led to believe that his uh, cry- his cryotubid failed as well, and that's why he had all those ailments? Is that? I don't know. He had it was that hundred yeah because he got woken up too early or something too quickly or something that's what you said oh right okay right okay because he must have had a medical before he got on the ship otherwise Stop yeah going. you're not going to take anyone duff on unless on of course you're P and O and you want to get rid of all your staff and hire in foreign agency staff oh, Christ man. Almighty yeah. what the hell is that yeah how do they think they were going to get away with that the sacking of all the eight hundred staff via video link for god's sake yeah via a zoom recorded zoom call while they're still on the ships you know yeah it's not been put through on many levels has it no it's not and you know uh, and you know it's effective immediately get off the ship oh well, you're in france tough you've got to stay there but, but what you but I, I just can't believe well, they'd be that the we'll say they're losing a hundred million a year well i can't yeah if they are then they're 
bloody ridiculous, quite frankly. Well, I can understand during COVID and lockdowns, you can't move anywhere. What do they expect? Yeah. It, 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 Presumably uh, they got support, COVID support, like any other company. I bet they did. What have they done with that? Who are, they owned, who are they owned by? They're owned by some Dubai hedge fund or something oh, dodgy like that. I mean, I'm, with, with apologies to people from Dubai or businesses from Dubai if it isn't there, but it's it's somewhere in the in the sort of Middle East, I think. Um, right, sanction them as well while we're at it. I think we should sanction everyone while we're at it. Yeah. Let's get stuck into everyone. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, really dodgy. So you've got a... I mean, presumably they've been advertising these replacement jobs because they said they had coaches in the port yeah, with coaches staff are... ready to take over the jobs from the people they just sacked. Well, uh, uh, and coaches, security ones to get them off, and coaches of people to replace them. <laughs> from what I know about agency work, um, uh, from my dealings with it, agency is usually a bloody damn sight more expensive than your own staff, isn't it? So, how can that be? For God's sake. I was just looking at the security and the safety measures. How are they going to have enough people to be captains and crew on these ships if they've never even seen them or had a handover to manage them? They're not because yeah, they've sacked the bloody lot, haven't they? Not just it's not it's not as if all the bar staff have been sacked or something. All the bloody people waving the boats on and that sort of thing. The crew, it's it's the captains, the you know the lot of <laughs> engineers and everything. I get but, there's probably a lot of crew out there at the moment who are looking for jobs, but still you surely need the handover and you've got to make sure I mean daddy look at my job they've, they've got a level of competence to manage the ship and know your systems and arrangements to do so this is where this is where the government will have to get involved I mean I know you you know it's not a political point really but you you know whether this is allowed within the the legislation or not allowed within the legislation te- in a technical sense is completely morally unacceptable and and the government will just have to get involved and just say I don't know what they can do, but they'll have to find something they can do. It just cannot be the intention that I mean the work. The, you know, it's bad enough when they say to people, "Right, your your contract's over, but we're prepared to rehire you on different terms." Mm. Yeah, I mean that's bad, but at least I suppose you know, and I'm not making any excuse for it. At least there is a job offer. Um, but this is just outrageous. It really is. Where does this sort of thing end? For Christ's sake, it's, it's, well, the it's, negative it's, publicity from this as well. Surely going to got to hit them for a few years yeah and not just that but the they, they've they're gonna they're gonna cease transport for two or three days and anyone with the ticket is is you've got to try yeah. and get on the other ferries or tough tits basically isn't it and it just seems bloody ridiculous yeah how can you just decide you're gonna do that yeah it's just not on and you know talking well, about sanctions come on they had enough time to record the zoom message they had at least 10 minutes yeah, because there was no discussion with staff or unions or anything like that. It's, uh, mm. No, that's that's terrible. But, really? uh, I mean, talking about sanctions, how do you feel about what's happening with um, Chelsea? You're a Chelsea supporter, aren't you? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's both all right and massively politically motivated. And harsh on the on the. Um... I mean, I don't think the guy deserves any great sympathy, but the fact of the matter is. The, the politicians are just piling in now because it's an easy target. They're not doing it because they, yeah, they've got any morals or anything. Um, and if they did have any morals, they wouldn't have let Newcastle get taken over by the Saudi, um, you know, royal family. After you know everything we know about all of that. So, Am I right in thinking they chopped eighty people's heads off in one 81. bloody coat? Eighty-one at the weekend. 
Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I mean, what the hell? Uh, how do they do it? What, some sort of, what, 81 people knelt down and wallop? And, or was it... it wasn't all in the same cities, though, was it? It was around the country. God almighty. Still means you've got a lot of people who are executioners out there. Yeah, I was going to say, they'd be bloody working overtime doing that many. Christ. And you it's thought not... your back hurt doing skimming. I know. You think, but imagine by the time he got to the last one, you know, a bit weak, and had to have three or four hacks at it. It'd be a right bloody mess, wouldn't it? Christ. The awful thing about it is, is that they killed that journalist who was who was critical of them, and they've been bombing the shit out of Yemen mm. with weapons that they buy from us. And Boris Johnson's out there, or he was out there the other day, wasn't he, trying to get them to give us more oil? It's all right. He was going to mention human rights. Yeah, yeah, good. I bet he did at the bottom of the bloody gangway to get up on the plane. And by the way, human rights not very good. Right, yeah. see you later. Thank you. Oh, forgive me. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, question time will be good tonight. <laughs> I don't know if either of you watch that, but uh, I can't bring myself to watch it. Depends who's on there. I must admit, sometimes I I look at the panel and think, oh Christ, I want to listen to your yeah. Bollocks, and, and uh... well, it's a lot more interesting when a government's just been formed. When they've been in place for a while, it's it's fairly predictable. The lines are already drawn. You know where a lot of the argument's going to be and come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's interesting. You get the odd interesting question that throws them a little bit of a curveball, but that doesn't yeah. happen very often, does it? But um, no, it's. Uh... But there's the, all the news and everything at the moment's all the same. Anyway, we're drifting right off yeah. this film, aren't we? Um, it's almost as if our, our, our spaceship's engine has, has failed and we're just drifting. And we're, yeah, and we're about to have a, a catastrophic shutdown yeah. and open up all the pods. Okay, we can't have that. <laughs> People running around now, everywhere. If he had opened all the pods, would he therefore be a mass murderer? Yeah. And he would, yeah. <laughs> And a, su- and a su- oh no, because it wasn't his, he, it wasn't suicide, was it? Uh, no, it would be a mass murderer. Yeah, because he does think about and contemplate suicide a little bit, doesn't he? Uh, mm. uh, he mm. goes out. Uh, would you fancy a uh, a walk in the in in, you know, in space like that on a on a tether? That is a good question. I think yes, I would. But but can I just slightly change the question? Do you think he should have committed suicide? Or do you think he should have woken someone up? I think he should have woken someone up. Do you? Yeah. I think, mm. uh, yeah, wake someone up. It. I couldn't, I, yeah, suicide, I don't know. It just seems wrong. But then waking someone up doesn't seem particularly right either. But that's probably what I'd end up doing. I think suicide in space would be all right, wouldn't it? I don't know. Um, just let yourself off the leash and wait till your oxygen runs out. Enjoy the view. If you could relax rather than sort of panicking. <laughs> well, if you hyperventilate, <laughs> then basically your own is over quicker, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to enjoy the view so much, are you? No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the view. Enjoy the view. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, dear. And do you wait for it going past the sun or something like that to go out and get a better look? If you get lucky. I mean, you're going to see something, aren't you, when you're out there? 
Talking of the sun and that sort of thing, have you seen those new pictures they've released from that James, new James Webb, Webb telescope? No. Of that massive uh, uh, star or sun, uh, billions and billions of miles away, and it's it's seen it's seen it can see out uh, three times farther the further than the um, what was the other one we had Hubble, Hubble yeah, and it's seen even deeper than than that, and uh, they found this massive massive star, and behind it. There are uh, you know thousands and thousands of galaxies, so, which means that the edge of space is even further away than we uh, oh, than we thought it was. So, uh, do you think is the, I mean, you're gonna t- you can tell me this, Adam, because you know a lot more about this than me. Is well, there an edge of space? Well, they say eventually that uh, uh, there must be. From when the Big Bang happened, it, it's blown everything out. This is my layman's terms of interpreting it. There must be an edge of how far things have gone away, but but uh, I don't know what I don't, I don't know if there's a proper edge or just there's nothing past a certain point. But you know, it's bloody massive. But sometimes I think it, how you know the, all these telescopes, and everything are, are absolutely brilliant, and it's nice to know the answers to some of these questions. But let's just say, you know. That this new telescope scanning around and it finds a planet, and on the, and to the just to the side of that planet, there's a huge, great big sign pointing down saying life is here, we live here. Well, it doesn't matter, you know, you're never going to get there, right. and, uh, even if it's the closest one to us. Well, you can it, if you find some stasis pods that are completely foolproof. Yes, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's hope we do. <laughs> probably not in our lifetime which no, one is it no. that they've talked about that is a one way journey would that be Mars They talk no because Mars they were thinking that going there and then building a rocket so there's a potential to come back but it's likely to be a one way journey I think the first people that go there will be a one way journey won't it they'll get there and they, stay there and, and what they're talking you. about the mining the fuel to potentially send a rocket back that seems like a you know fancy some ice cream let's get the train to x uh, you don't know there's an ice cream parlor there do you you don't know you're going to be able to do it even if you reckon do you know what is south wales there's loads of ice cream in south wales but what if you get unlucky i know that's a little bit random that example in it but there is yeah. for anyone else there is loads of ice cream parlors in south wales then you're yeah. standing on mars going where's my ice cream yeah but yeah. that sounds really tough i mean you're just better off saying to people, look, guys, you're not coming back. There was yeah. an interesting program about it a few years ago where they were looking at ways of living on Mars. And the, this one guy had gone on down the loop of, well, there's no water, so how do you do washing and cleaning? So he was inventing a washing machine that used air pressure to clean your clothes and things like that. Just things I hadn't thought about before. Mm. Well, there is water on Mars now, they believe it, or there's ice anyway. But, so uh, you can make your ice cream. You can have a gin and tonic anyway, well, that's good. That's, uh... As long as you take the gin and the tonic with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what so... I mean, that's a better example. Yeah, you can have a gin and tonic out there, just find the juniper, guys, and then you're sorted. Well, I'm not having that. You're better <laughs> off telling me I can't have a gin and tonic when I get out of there. I'll be all right with that. I'll take something else, but... <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me I, well, I might be able to have a gin and tonic. No advertising space trips for Oliver. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, it's all fanciful. It's so far down the line. I mean, Christ, 
Mm. Just have to look at the news, and we can't live next door to each other. Let alone bloody yeah. collaborate and make a spaceship. But uh, there you go. That's getting a bit deep. Should we mark this film? Yeah. Go on then. I'm going to give it an eight. Good eight. Eight point five, actually. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. Well. Yeah. Solid. Very solid. Good film, worth watching. Eight. Yeah. Nothing wrong with this film. It's a shame Blue didn't watch it. Or doesn't appear to have watched it. <laughs> I think he would have been. I think he might might have enjoyed it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. What are we going to watch next week? Anybody yeah. got any uh, good ideas? Hmm. Yeah. Whose choice is it? Okay. Who chose this one? I think. Well, I think it was me. I think I've done a couple of three recently. Yeah, you two or three. I just have no idea. Can you believe the power of the dog swept up at the BAFTAs like that? Oh, no. no. After what we all said about it. I was uh, quite surprised, to be honest with you. I think uh, if there are any, any, Oscar nominate, any Oscar judges listening to the podcast, we didn't think, you know, we didn't think the power of the dog was any, uh, any great shakes. Mm. No. Not quite frankly. Uh, got better yep. things to do with my time than watch not, uh, Cumberbatch have a Tommy tank down by the, by the <laughs> room. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm not Me- saying method, any more a- method acting. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, uh, Sorry, dear, I'm just, I'm just practicing for my part. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going down the garden. <laughs> okay. Get, get my favourite tissue out. <laughs> and Buffalo Bob. I don't think I'd last very long. What do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't mean it like that. No, that came out completely wrong. Oh, dear. But uh, what about John Wick? Although, uh, um, we sorry? No, oh, we did. Yeah, we've done John did... Wick. Yeah, ages yeah. ago. Okay. I'm just I'm just flicking through Netflix. Oh, uh, I mean, I've got I've got an idea here. Um, 2002 film, uh, the pian the pianist. <laughs> Sorry, that nearly came out completely wrong. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> the pianist. What could have possibly been wrong there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fine. Okay. I've not seen it, and I've uh, wanted to watch it a couple of times, and I imagine this will appeal to uh, uh, Blue, actually. Because it's based on a true story, isn't it, I believe? Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll say it is, anyway. But uh, yeah. am I right in thinking they made him play and told him that if he stopped, they'd shoot him or something or other? Is that right? Well, we'll find out. We'll find we'll out. Give yeah. it away. But uh, have either of you seen it? No, I've heard mm. a bit about it. I keep meaning to watch it, but just yeah. around it. Yeah, uh, I've uh, so, so, like you said, well, the same as you. I've wanted to watch it, and I've just seen a flick by and watch something with a better looking cover. <laughs> That's how shallow I am. But uh, <laughs> anybody watched anything this week worth shouting about? Started watching. Oh, what was it called? The Tom Hardy series. Taboo. Yeah. Taboo. Mm. Started watching that. Yeah, Sue and I watched that a while ago when it was on BBC. 
And it, uh, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, no, we watched them all. But um, I don't know. I don't think it had, uh, I remember thinking it's not uh, a particularly sort of satisfying ending or anything like that when it does eventually get to the end. But uh, what else have we been watching? No, because, well, I started watched, watching in the Caribbean. That would have been good. Mm. Just watching all the food they're having. Mm. Jack and Tilly, uh, between them, bought uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. We all watched that last night. All right. Uh, have you seen it? I haven't, no. It's all right. <laughs> it's, is that, I'm that's, not the, a, that's the new one, is it? That's the latest one, but all oh, the okay. Spider-Men are in it. All the yeah, uh, all different previous ones. Okay, ones. Got, yeah. And I, I said to them at the end of the film, right, if they've got this special, uh, uh, you know, uh, Doctor Strange, is it Doctor Strange? Is he Multiverse. But yeah, they've got all this uh, powers and that he can do, that he can, you know, cast this spell and what have you. But why didn't he do that against Thanos in, you know, in the other films? Just get it sorted uh, out. And you know, and and uh, inject him with that green shit that you've got, and then he'd have been a nice bloke, sort of a bastard, and then there wouldn't, no one would have died. But there you go, they they weren't having a bar of that. No, kids. But uh, we should do one of the Hobbits as well, because the Hobbits on uh, Netflix, isn't it? I think we might have to suggest that to Blue gently, though. Oh, is it okay? But they they all seem to be on there at the moment, don't they? We've been watching. I've been watching a program on Apple called Suspicion. Anyone watch that? Suspicion. Give me an idea. It's about some people that end up in a hotel in New York when someone. Uh, it turns out it's Uma Thurman. Her her son is kidnapped, and they're all British people. He's an Amer- American sort of twenty year old kid or something. Obviously very rich. He gets kidnapped by people wearing face masks like the royal family, a bit like the presidents in um, Point Break. Point those Break. Those sort of masks. Yeah. Um, and then it's about what happens after that. It's quite quite good, quite a good series. It's all right. Oh, uh, I saw that advertised because she was on Graham Norton talking about it, wasn't she? Right. But, uh, yeah. Uma Thurman, yeah, she hadn't been in that. Well, she had a ter- uh, quite a, hurt her back quite badly, didn't she? Making Kill Bill, I believe Oh right, but um, oh right. No, what else have we? Well, on Amazon, I started watching that um, Philip K. Dick uh, uh, short stories on there, and so they're quite weird. Actually, you have to watch them and concentrate. They're not the sort of thing you can flick through your phone while they're on and have them on in the background. Otherwise, you'll yeah look, at, look up and think, "What the bloody hell's going on?" But they they've been quite good. Uh-huh. But uh, but no, um been massively watching telly actually i must admit well i watched uh the first literally five minutes of the england rugby and then thought well, i'm just cursing this <laughs> lot and uh <laughs> that was enough to, that uh, it was still quite a good game for a while wasn't it actually yeah it was good until the until the end where they sort of ran yeah. out of steam wasn't it but uh i still I thought they haven't called up that irish player for the clothesline in the england guy before the first try um still not sure how that hasn't been caught yeah, I saw that and thought, well, because uh, they stopped the game just after for something else, didn't they? And I thought, well, they're going to mm. see that in a minute. But, but uh, no, it was, like you said, it was a proper clothesline, wasn't it? But, uh, mm. you know, I thought, oh, good, they're going to be both 
teens are going to be down down a man. But uh, no, they never never mentioned it. But I think it's a bit harsh. Really. It wasn't a deliberate head wallop, was it, or anything? But I suppose the laws, the law all of the behind, game. All the refs are behind it, though, to make sure the same message is getting out. So you're not going to hear anything different. Yeah. But uh, they play France this week. Is it Friday or Saturday? Sunday, isn't it? Mm, not sure. Is it? I Probably Saturday. It. Don't they tend to do all the final round of games on the same day? I think. I, uh, I thought I was looking at it. England rugby fixtures. Oh, Saturday the 19th at 8 o'clock. Okay. Oh, okay, 8 o'clock, is it? Mm. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know how that's going to go, to be honest. We're going to we might... get smashed. I yeah. think we're going to get because that's a big old team, the French as well, aren't they? Yeah. They've been used to uh, playing well. Mm. We're going to have to England are going to have to play their socks off to come out of that with any uh, joy at all. The whole team on the pitch as well will be useful. Mm. Is he well, banned for a certain amount of games? That, that three England matches. Play? Oh, three matches. Yeah. yeah, maybe they'll get someone sent off this time. Well, they've always got the potential of falling apart, haven't they, France? Or used to, anyway. But, uh, I don't know. Well, I don't want them winning the Grand Slam, I must admit. No. But, no. Uh, so, Ireland could win it as well, could they? Mm. Have Ireland beaten everyone? Other than France. Other than France. Oh, right, yeah, that's true. Right, so, that's it, then. It is only France, isn't it? Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't mind if France do it. I mean, if at least if we get beaten by them, we got beat by... Scotland. The team that's beaten everyone else. Yeah. But uh, anybody else? Either of you got anything planned at the weekend? Uh, no. 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 I think watching the rugby is about it. Yeah, I think. Um, no, um, I don't think I've got anything major on the horizon at the minute. Yeah. When are we going to go out for our curry? That's what we got. Yeah. To about. Well, I'll have to. Uh, obviously, I think this weekend's a bit short notice. Yeah, uh, and uh, so I'll. Uh, what what's the weekend after? Is uh, the the twenty sixth? I, I don't. Get, get, have either of you got anything on the twenty sixth? Just to say, I don't think. No. I don't think. I don't think I have. I'll. I'll Go up and uh, check the diary and, and uh, yeah, check with the sorry. boss and and uh, and see if, and and then message out to Mr Benson and then go from there. All right, nice one. Yeah, okay. I think that's a good idea. But uh, so, elephant in the room, Putin. What do you think about what he's been up to? He's a knob. He's a knob who may have finally realised that he can't win everything he wants, but now he's got to decide what he'll actually accept. Yeah. That's, uh, it, it's um, this time last week. I thought, well, if we're here next week, uh, we're gonna we're gonna struggle, we're gonna get through this. But uh, I think um, he's starting to up the uh, rhetoric again, isn't he, with threats of this and threats of that. And, and uh, talk started, isn't it? As soon as that means he can up the rhetoric, so then they've got to try and talk him down, which might leave him with a better situation. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, but uh, hats off to the Ukrainians and what have you. With uh, mm. and and we finally started to um, take on some refugees, which 
thoroughly embarrassing, wasn't it? With the way yeah. that the it was, I mean, that was handled. Almost crippled by the amount of people they're having to look after. Yeah, and let's hope the bloody EU and we do start sending aid to them as well to help them deal mm. with it, not just bloody well see programs about it in three months' time where even the the Polish have got nothing because they've been uh, yeah. Yeah, giving it all away. But yeah. uh, you can dream, I suppose, can't you? I mean, imagine what it's going to be like when they have to rebuild it. Even if Russia left today, even if the Russians all bust out today and went back to Russia, what a state they've left. Especially Mariupol, haven't they? They've bloody bombed that. There's 80% gone, they reckon, don't they? That might be part of what they're doing. They want to make Ukraine too weak to touch them for a couple of decades. Not that Ukraine was strong enough to attack them anyway. Or indeed even bothered about trying to attack anyone in Russia. I mean, it's just totally ridiculous, isn't it? I think the... The Russians, seeing that the Russian-speaking people in eastern Ukraine don't want them there either, is confusing them. You see all the clips coming out on people's phones, the Russian soldiers still just look completely bemused about what's going on. Mm. You've just got to hope somebody can top Putin, can't you, and uh, stop Mm. all this crap. Yeah. But uh, I haven't got any other major news to gossip. No, No, me neither. Yeah, let's get the curry sorted out, and uh, yep, yep. I'll go up and check, and uh, and I'll will send out a picture of the film for next week in a minute, nice and uh, and I'll uh, get in touch with Mr. Benson. Cool. All well, right, hopefully he's all right. Hopefully he's he's quick. He's quick, and he's he's yeah. Back on, you know, because if he's feeling tired, if it takes him a week to get over it, he might not be up for next weekend. But obviously, we can let him decide that. But let's just fingers crossed. And hopefully, he's he's back to normal quick. Yeah. Yeah, but hopefully it's the milder strain and not the one that would, uh, yeah. All right, the lads, I'll press stop and uh, I'll get on with my editing for a couple of hours. All right, then. All right, then. I'll uh, catch you later. Bye. 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 Bye.